Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 434. And thanks to everybody that came rushing back to listen to the podcast last week. Your butts better be here this week. Yeah, I said it. Or I'll fly to your country and beat you down. (laughs) No, I won't. (laughs) You know what I got to ask you? This is one of those weird things. I ran into an old friend. You ever run into an old friend and you're just having a regular conversation and then all of a sudden some weird crap comes up that you don't remember and then you remember and then you're going, dude, why did you bring this back up? Nothing bad, just a little weird, just a little creepy, just something that you thought was over with. Because I'm 53 now and I ran into a friend of mine from back in the day and he's approaching middle age and I'm right in the heart of it. And when we were both younger. I was the older comic to him, still am, obviously. And he comes up and asks me a question about a place he's about to do some shows. And it was a place I had already done shows. And some interesting things had happened during the course of my time there. So I decided to hip him up to what was about to happen. He was a young, handsome man. So was I. Still am. Yes, I am. Except for the young part. (laughs) F y'all back to the story. And so I know that whenever I played this particular place, it was a ritzy golf club, ritzy golf club, great shows. But inevitably, whenever I played the place, a different couple would always come up to me. Right. And they would stop about 15 feet away, 30 feet away. The husband walk up. The wife would be standing there smiling, he, 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 and the husband would go, you know, my wife likes you. Thank you, sir. My wife thinks you're cute. Okay, right? You don't know how to act then, because it could just be an innocent statement. He could be setting up a joke to try to make the comedian laugh, or he'd go, yeah, and she thinks you're cute because you flirted with a bow and punches you in the face. So you're looking at the guy and you can tell by his body language, he's not going to punch you in the face. So you're trying to go, OK, well, he's going to set up some kind of joke. It is not a joke. He just continues on with the conversation. Yeah, she really thinks you're cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Can I talk to you for a minute? OK. I was wondering, and I'm not going to say what he said, but basically he wanted to hide in the closet and watch me nail his wife. And yes, those were his actual words. Well, I think she's cute. I think you're pretty funny. You seem like like a nice guy. Uh, It's going to sound weird, uh, kid, but... um, we're kind of swingers and my wife really wants to nail you. So, and I'm okay with her nailing you, you know, cause you seem like a nice guy and she's okay with me nailing other ladies, you know, but what happens is like, if I'm nailing another woman, she stands in the closet, opens up the slats slightly and watches me go to town on whatever woman she agrees with. And I saw your acting. You seem like a nice guy. You're a good looking guy. And uh, my wife really wants to nail you badly. So I'm going to stand in the closet at my house look through the slats and watch you nail my wife real good. What? I mean, not that, I mean, this, I mean, 
this did not happen to me. This is me telling you the story of what happened to someone else. You know, this definitely was not me. I was telling the other guy about this from someone else's perspective, you know, but it definitely wasn't me. So I'm at the house and the guy's in the closet looking through the window and he's going, all right, do what you do. Give it to a good, you know, so, you know, his wife was ridiculously good looking. So I'm like, man, now keep in mind, I'm young at this at this time. So my language wasn't as eloquent as it is now. It wasn't as polite it is, as it is now. So I'm going to tell you what I said in my mind at the time. So please don't be upset with me. But she's naked. Um, let's just say my clothes weren't on as well. And uh, my first thought was, I'm on tear your ass (laughs) once again i misspoke this is the story of another person who is not me and this is what that person told me uh, and i made the mistake a freudian slip of speaking in the first person as if i was referring to myself climbing on top of this perfect tin and wearing our ass out because it definitely wasn't me tearing this woman up you know for just blow up just destroy you know as the kids say blowing her back out that was definitely wasn't me it was that guy it was a slip of the tongue which also happened by the way <laughs> according to him the guy that was not me so he climbed on top of her and uh was, was tearing her up you understand i mean he was blowing her up i mean i was giving her that good deep business so good she thought it was christmas i mean that guy was according to what he who was not me said and he said at first her husband's looking through the slats saying things like yeah give it to her yeah go 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 and then all of a sudden he who was not me was going you know i'm enjoying this process of getting it on with this dime but i'm not enjoying it as much as i could because i'm kind of holding back out of politeness but since i'm already have my car parked up in the garage i might as well enjoy this process for the moment as if this garage this particular person is mine i'm going to enjoy her as if she was my girlfriend and i'm not holding back and just like when i'm with a girl that's with me I'm going to do what I do. So all of a sudden, I flip the I'm about to give you the real business switch. Click. And turned on the jets. <laughs> yeah. According. I mean, not me. That's what the guy that was not me said when he was with. I'm surprised he gave me so much detail. It's almost as if it was me that that had this experience, but it definitely wasn't. (laughs) Shut up. Back to the story, which was, of course, not about me. So all of a sudden, because he, not me, started to really put in some work and and to not hold back and to really go to town on this perfect 10, let's just say she was making sounds that were not usual for her to make. 
and making those sounds in a really high volume, which apparently was not normal for her. So the same person who was behind hiding in the closet, looking through the slats going, yeah, 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 all of a sudden went from, yeah, yeah, go, go, go to, oh, so now you growl, huh? Oh, oh, so you scream all of a sudden, huh? Oh, so now you loud, huh? Oh, so you're loud all of a sudden. Where these animal sounds coming from, huh? What happened to, what is all that, huh? What's all that? Rip me up. So when you, so you saying rip me up now? Blast me? Blast me? What you mean it's his? What the hell? (laughs) And according to what that guy said, the guy, slams the closet door open and runs over to the bedroom and the guy who was not me was like this may have been a mistake and the guy says to that guy who was not me no don't worry about it kid i'm not mad at you i'm mad at her and then the guy who was not me who was still had his car up in the garage looked up at the husband and said hey hey isn't the most important thing that you're in that she's enjoying herself there's no reason to be upset you're the one with the ring look at this great house right i mean if she's on a roller coaster she puts her heads up and go her hands up and goes wee and screams and everything right it doesn't mean she loves the roller coaster more than you and he goes according to what that guy told me yeah you're right oh i'm sorry buddy and the guy who was not me goes Okay, now get back in the closet. Let me finish this up. Um, or if you you can leave because this is going to take a while because I'm just getting started here. And he goes, uh, yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to go to the store to get some stuff uh, for dinner later on. What do you want, honey? Keep in mind they're having this conversation while the car is still buried deep into the garage. And the person who was not me is looking at him like, y'all really having a conversation while my car is like, still parked up in her garage? and t- and then she goes, I'll have this. And he goes, okay. And he starts to walk out. And then the guy who was not me started going back to work on her. And she's, oh, God. And he's like, eh. And then he leaves, according to what that guy told me. And I'm like, man, what? Man, that that guy gave me so much detail about the story. Man, I really wish I had had that experience several times. So, so what I said to the person was, you're going to go to this place. And I'm telling you right now, there's going to be several people who come up to you and offer the experience that I, I mean, I didn't have, but was told about by another guy who was not me. And I said, now I'm going to give you advice, even though I didn't, I wasn't a part of this. Just remember that that guy who was not me was very lucky because the guy that was hiding in the closet watching his wife get blown up could have been so jealous that he pulled the gun out and shot me not me the guy or stabbed me not me that guy so you have to be very very careful and even though that guy who wasn't wasn't me you know routinely destroyed this guy's wife several more times before they moved out of the country you know for work apparently this was kind of a you know, let's have one last fling before we leave the country. Let's enjoy ourselves by nailing this hilarious young black comic, which is really weird that my friend is also a young black comic and not 
but but I'm not talking about me. Anyway, so I said, be careful, my friend, because you could be in a situation where this husband could get jealous and, you know, take it out on you. And he goes, yeah, I'm glad you told me about that, man. I didn't know you had that experience. And I was like, well, you know, I didn't. It was a another person. Definitely was not me. <laughs> F y'all, don't judge me. Because this happens sometimes. Sometimes this happens. I remember working at a comedy club, which was really, really weird. And there was a waitress I thought was fantastic and spectacular and delicious. And I really wanted to be with her really badly. But at the time, I was like 18 years old or 19 years old. And she was 23 or 24. And she wasn't going to give me the time of day. And I really wanted to be with her. And she was always really big on telling her other other waitresses how she didn't want to be in a relationship. That sometimes she'd see somebody that she thought was cute. She'd want to, quote, use him for a while and then let him go. Right. And being the kind of guy I was, I was 18, 19 years old. She was gorgeous and delicious. I was going, hey, well, in my mind, sweet God, please, please use me and discard me. I'm okay with it. <laughs> and I attempted to flirt with her. And she's 23, 24, and I'm 18 and 19. And she's looking at me like, that's cute, kid. Pat me on the head, right? And it was frustrating and heartbreaking. Damn, 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 like Florida Evans said in good times. And I had to sit there one time where she decided with some of the other waitresses to have an orgy with some people in the audience. Oh, wish I was in the audience. I was in the show, not the audience. And the bad part about it, one of the people that decided to have in the orgy was one of the other comics on the show who was more age appropriate at the time. And the walls were not thick. Damn, damn, damn. And I could hear her voice <laughs> laughing, right? Because it was the perfect situation, the perfect situation. Because this comic only played the club a couple times a year. The job she had, she wasn't going to have this job in a couple of years. She was going to move on to do something else. So she would most likely never see this guy again. Or if she saw him again, it'll be so, it'd be so long in the future. Or she would just very quietly schedule out that weekend so not to see him. Not a big deal, right? So this guy, I could hear him over there and I could hear her. And I'm wishing it was me over there with her making them sounds with me. Damn, damn, damn. Now, as an older guy, I realized that obviously I was a little too young for her, a shade too young for her, a little too young for her, not a problem. And also, I was there a lot. So it was like if we did something like that, she'd have to see me all the time. And I don't think she'd feel comfortable with that. But I overheard her talking to the other waitresses because I had become 19 and then 20. And I was surprised she was still there and hoping, hoping, hoping I would get my opportunity. Oh yeah, right? And as I turned 20, she still thought of me as a teenager. And the fact that I had teen in my age was a sticking point to her. She just couldn't teen it up and i heard her talking to one of the other waitresses hey you know you know and then she said my name he you know he's he's really really cute i tell you one thing if he wasn't a teenager 
And then she said some things, the kind of things I really wanted her to say, the kind of things I really wanted her to do, the kind of things I was going to try my best to give her an opportunity to do. Oh, yeah, right. And she made it clear that if I was 20 and not 19, then maybe, 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 maybe some really nice things would happen. Oh, yeah. But as it turns out, I was newly 20, which made me booty eligible. Oh, yeah. So now I got to find a way to let her know in a very subtle way that I'm 20. I don't want to just bust in with it. Hey, you'd say you'd nail me and get it on with me and tear me up if I was 20 because that would ruin it. So I have to be very, very subtle in letting her know that I have now moved into booty range. Oh, yeah. So I'm talking to her. Hey, sweetie, peck on the head. Bye. I'm going, ha ha. When you hear what I got to say, that peck is going to be above my chin, below my nose. Cause I'm going to slob you down. You're damn right. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to her. I said, hey, man. Hey, girl. What's going on? Yeah. I tell you, I tell you. Numbers are funny, aren't they? Yeah, you know, like 19 is a really weird number, you know. The funny thing about 19 is the next number is 20, which is my age now. I was stupid back then. (laughs) Oh, you're 20 now. Yeah, I'm 20 now, you know. My doctor was just saying that. I was at my doctor's office literally earlier today before I came to the club to do some shows tonight. And uh, my doctor goes, hey, since we're here taking tests, you want to take an STD test? And I said, yes, doc, I would like to take an STD test. And he said, "Okay, here's your STD test and you're perfectly clean. You're in excellent health. You're perfectly clean. So if ridiculously attractive waitresses wanted to use you in a sexual way. They would catch no diseases from you whatsoever. And also we have another test. Would you mind taking the rigid penis for extended periods of time test and lower back thrusting test? As a matter of fact, doc, I would. How'd I do, doc? Man, your thing really, well, if a attractive waitress was to allow you to put that in, in there, she would be really, really happy. And what a powerful lower back you have for vicious thrusting. Wow, a waitress would be really lucky to get it on with you. Because <laughs> I was the king of subtle back then. Okay, I didn't say most of that stuff, but I don't remember exactly how I made it clear that I was available, willing, and able, and age-appropriate, but it was not much less embarrassing than what I just said. (laughs) And I could see you on her face. You know how you go to the ATM and you put the card in the ATM and you put the code into the ATM and the ATM goes, hello, and it says your name because it's acknowledging that the ATM card was in. Well, now I have put inside of the ATM, which was her, the knowledge that I was STD free and that I was now 20 and that I was now available to be used. Made it really clear. And she started to make it really clear. 
Yeah. So what room are you in anyway? I was wondering because I know they move the com- comedians' rooms around. They don't move the comedians' rooms around. She was just letting me know. Yeah. And I'm about to let her know. Yeah, I'm in room 20. Yeah. You know, it's really kind of hard for me to sleep in room 20. I'm awake all night in room 20. Like if some, like say a friend of mine was in town and they decided to show up to talk all damn night several times back to back to back where I could talk their brains out. Right? Because I was the king of being subtle. So, of course, the show was fantastic. I'm energized because I'm 95% sure that this delicious waitress that I've been wanting to get it on with for years is going to show up at my room. And, of course, I do what you do. I go back to the room. I take a shower. Now, not the regular shower. You know there's a shower that you take When two things are going to happen, there's the regular shower that you clean yourself for hygienic purposes. Then there's the I'm going to the doctor shower, which is level two. And then there's DEFCON 5 shower where, you know, somebody's face is going to be on stuff. So you get yourself double quadruple clean. Well, I got even cleaner than that. Yeah, that's right. Put on some fresh drawers. I mean, I was going to put on fresh drawers anyway, but normally, you know, you know, but I was, I was, I was ready to go. I had a pack of drawers that I hadn't even busted open yet because I did some shopping on the way to the club. I figured, hey, they got some good drawers. I might as well buy these drawers and throw, you know, throw them in my book bag. I had a book bag shut up and I put on the fresh drawers sitting there. Jack made sure to sit in the chair and relax. Didn't want to get sweaty or mess up my clothes. Uh, and it is now 2.35. And she's not here yet. Damn. Did I spit shine my testicles in the shower for nothing? Damn it. The door is knocked. Which could either be heaven on the other door, which would be her... Or is going to be some kind of hotel home invasion and I'm about to get my ass whooped and my money taken. It's worth it. Open the door and there she is. Oh, yeah. And what is she wearing? A raincoat? Why is she wearing a raincoat? She's opening the raincoat. She's only wearing a raincoat. And she puts her hand up in the air and she has a string of four condoms and she thinks she's being sexy and I'm sitting there going (laughs) you're going to need more than that because I've been wanting this for years and yeah those were used she gave me her car keys I went to the drugstore got another four packs and were they used yes and so was another four packs. Hey, man, I was 20. <laughs> but it's really weird when you have these kind of experiences and you impart the knowledge into young people. 
Now, were both stories true? Well, the second story was true because that happened to me. The first story, of course, I was talking about someone else's experience because that's weird. (laughs) Don't judge me. Shut up. But what I'm saying is you have to be very, very careful what you do. You know, in all seriousness, I did have a younger person tell me about uh, working at a place. And they told me that he told me that a couple, several couples had approached him being real here. And I, having had a similar experience, let him know. And I'm going to obviously I was talking about myself and I throw some jokes in to make it funny. But, you know, people will come up to you and, hey, we're swingers. We want to do this. We want to do that. and if the person you're with starts making sounds that the spouse is not used to hearing, you could wind up getting the pipe across the back of your head or a knife in your ribs or a bullet in your ass. You got to be very, very careful. Right. It seems like a good idea at the time. But it could not be a good idea. Right. I know a third of my audience is young and I know a lot of you young dudes are out there. Man, if a couple comes up to me and his wife is fine as hell and he wants me to tear his wife up, I'm going to tear that up. Yeah, but what about he can't, quote, tear that up? What if he's just kind of okay and you blow her up, right? Ladies, the same thing. What about she's sitting in the closet and she's used to being with her husband and you go to town on the husband. He's like, and she's used to, hey, that's pretty good. And she's like, you he never made sounds like that for me because women will stab you in the chest or bust you in the head or shoot you too don't think you're immune from it so all I'm saying is when I talked to this guy back in the day I said man you got to be very very careful with these particular situations I've been around and I've been to different places and you know I've, I've done many many weird things over the years um when I was much younger that I would never do now unless there's a really attractive couple and the guy would have to like, uh, I would have to sweep the house for weapons and the guy would have to allow me to lock him in a chair so he can't get up. He just have to watch me destroy his wife and him sitting there going, man, this guy's great at it. I mean, I would do that. That would be weird. I mean, I was obviously saying that for comedic purposes. (laughs) Don't judge me. But what I'm saying is, in all seriousness, always be aware of the situations that you put yourself in. You know, what seems like a good thing at the time or a fun thing at the time could wind up putting your ass on Dateline NBC with Keith Morrison going, and so he was found stabbed in the back several times because he was giving this man's wife the business, the good deep business so good, she thought it was Christmas. (laughs) Okay, the podcast episode is over. Listen, I just want to make it very, very, very clear that obviously this was a podcast that was scripted and everything in this podcast was a complete lie told for comedic purposes so don't take it seriously (laughs) and don't judge me (laughs) f (laughs) y'all 
Okay, folks, this has been episode 434 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Once again, thank you very much to everybody for just kind of steamrolling back when the podcast restarted. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, do me a favor, please do. And whatever podcatcher that you that you're playing this on, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, five star reviews. If you love the star five stars worth, please do that. And if you think there's someone that you know that would love this podcast, please do me a favor, uh, share it on social media or tell whoever you uh, would think would love this podcast, make them aware of it. I would really, really appreciate that. I mean, I know you've been doing it already, but uh, obviously new people come along all the time. So old people keep doing it and new people start doing it. Okay. Much love to you all. I will see you again next time. You bastards. Take care.